one of the best things that my wife and I decided to do when our child was quite young was to not allow her access to any of our devices. Not only did this save us from the struggle that I see so many parents in where they're arguing with their kids about access to their phones, but it also gave us a child that doesn't sit at meals when we're out playing with our devices. She engages with us and she knows other ways to take care of herself in her own boredom and in her own need for stimulation. Obviously, it's really tempting to want to give our devices to our kids because it gives them the perfect babysitter in many ways. They're completely taken care of and we can go on and have our adult conversations and do what we need to do. And yes, parenting is so hard that we need breaks and so sometimes we have to do it. But in my cost-benefit analysis, my experience is it actually leads to a harder situation with your child because you're struggling with them more and they're less engaged in the family. A number of very famous people have chosen the same decision. Steve Jobs restricted his children's access to devices, as did Chris Anderson, the founder of Wired Magazine. They saw that it wasn't actually good for their kids. Another one was the founder of Broader Bun Educational Software. Even though he'd spent his life developing products to help educate kids on computers, he saw that it was better for his kids not to go use those computers. And instead, they supported their kids to find other ways to inhabit themselves and self-soothe. So here are four things that you can do to support your child to have a device-free life. The first one is obvious, just say no. If you start young enough, it gets really easy. If on the other hand, you're already several years in and they're used to having access to your device, it is difficult, but just set the boundary. Tell them we have one more week and then we're gonna stop using devices when we're together. And they will be protest and they'll be upset, but once it's initiated, it'll only be a few days of protest before they accept the new law and you can move into a family where they have to find another way to be in themselves and be in the family. It's a period of somewhat discomfort, but I can't tell you how enjoyable the result is. This leads to step two, and that is that yes, we do have to be more available for our children if we're not gonna pawn them off to devices, but that doesn't actually mean that we have to spend a lot more energy. Like I said, in my experience, it actually leads to a child that needs less from us and struggles less with us. If we can give them good attention, and one of my favorite ways to do that is to simply set a timer and com completely give your attention to your child during those 10 minutes. Play with them however they wanna be played with. Follow their lead. Don't bring in your own agenda. Give them that kind of attention. When you feed your child with good attention, then they can be self-soothed and take care of themselves for longer periods of time. And yes, when they ask for attention and it requires you to have to turn away from what you're doing, it's hard in that moment. But it's amazing how quickly it's gone and they've grown up and not need us at all. So every time my daughter reaches for me, I'm on the middle of something that seems really stressful and that I need to get done, I do my best to simply turn away from that and give her the tension because before I know she's not going to need any of it. The third thing is to unplug yourself. Obviously they're modeling from our behavior. If we're on our devices around them and they're not getting somebody to interact with, then they're going to need something to self-soothe. If on the other hand, we aren't on our device either, then we can be there and play with them, color with them at the table rather than both sitting on our devices, engage them. We as humans are greatly fed by human contact, particularly when we're a child. Every moment that you have to be there and pay attention to your kid is like the greatest nectar for them and more likely to lead them to have a happy life. You can't put a lot of pressure on yourself to be an amazing, perfect parent, but just whenever you can, just turn your device off and turn towards your child and be with them for that precious moment. The fourth step is to be skeptical of so much of the advertising and marketing that we get. 
so many things say that they're good for our kids and they're educational. But a lot of the research that's come out has shown many of those things aren't actually helpful for our kids. And them playing in the trees or even playing with jacks on their floor is a lot better for their development than sitting at a screen. Yes, some of them are helpful, but be skeptical about all the advertising and all the money that's behind these products. To be clear, I'm not saying never allow your child to use a device. We live in a world full of devices, but think about when it is actually age appropriate. Maybe when they're seven, eight, or nine, 10, 11, or 12, somewhere in there it becomes right for them to start to engage with computers, depending on your child and your situation. But even in those situations, we're not allowing our kids to have unfettered access so that therefore our dinner tables and our family times are still protected in a way that we can have a good experience together. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts about our modern devices. Please join the conversation below, and I'll see you next time for another episode. Take care.